Hey, this is Sarah Natelli and you're watching CMS TV. You know, I have to tell you uh, some unfortunate news at, at the uh, Beach Mansion West here. But my yeah. lady, my lady had a little oops fall down and broke her knee. She broke it. Yes, I know. You said that she she hurt it. I did not hear that she broke it. Oh my god, is she casted? She's not casted. Luckily, it wasn't like a shattered like situation. Like it, she got lucky enough that it's. I don't believe it's going to require surgery, but she okay. did have to get it, this contraption brace right. for her leg. And I, I picked her up some crutches. And it's oh. a, you know for her, it's a super bummer. Yeah. You know? I mean, what a showstopper! So she's been yeah. just having to be basically immobilized. What's the heal time? Do you know? It's going to be like a couple months. Yeah, because well, I know I um I tore my ACL before, and man, that blows. Yeah, that just it, it it just stops your life dead. Yep, you don't realize it. You don't you you really think, yeah, I'll sit on the couch for a couple of weeks. It'll be great. No, <laughs> you still got to do everything that you do. Right, right leg or left leg? It's uh her left. All right, so she could at least still drive no yeah but but i'm going to i'm going to be driving her to and from work uh, oh man while, while i'm in town i have a there is a, a gig uh we have coming up i think on the 8th december right. 8th. so like that day we'll have to she might have to uber in i don't know right. but as she starts healing i would imagine she she might be able to potentially drive yeah. but I yeah, mean, i'm thinking about it getting into the car you gotta yeah. bend that knee you gotta yeah. bend the knee to get into the and it's not, I mean, her car, uh, it's, it's a Volkswagen. It's not, it, it's a smaller car, you know, it's oh, not yeah. a big old car. You could just flop into, right. You can set the seat all the way back and just fall in and just lift. Right. Your leg. Yeah. You yeah. gotta, yeah. You gotta like get down into the seat. There's no way you could do that without bending uh, your leg, which is what she's not supposed to be doing. No, I know her, her, she's a paralegal. I know her office had set up something downstairs. They do expect her to come in. They want her to yeah. come in like tomorrow. They won't let uh, her work from home. Like apparently they, there's stuff they need her to do. That can't be a full remote thing. Even though during COVID that was going on, there was a little right. bit of that. Uh, but uh, yeah, she's not, she's bummed about it, but she's out of sick days and vacation time. This thing was like, it was bad timing, you know, wow. really unfortunate. So that, you know, at least I'm here. At least I have a schedule where I can help her, and I've been doing that. Um, her her son uh, came out to visit us. He's I just took him to the airport this morning. That's why I needed a, a little extra right <laughs> uh, time today. But I've been uh, the chef, Chef Eric here this nice. week. Nice, yeah. <laughs> three meals a day. I did. Um, oh I didn't ask you how your Thanksgiving was. I hope it was good. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I have a quick funny story. I told it on CMS, but I'll tell it here too. Um, so it was real low key. I, I just did, um, just me and my mom and my niece, Emily got together for okay a real low key. And when I say low key, it was, did we have the big meal? Yeah. My mom, my mom wanted to cook. So I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, cause usually I order the Thanksgiving meal from our friend, Billy Morris, you know, okay. over at smoke and rock and roll and they do a great thing. But my mom this year had it in her head that she wanted to cook. So she cooked. And, but then we, we just had a real low-key day, sat around watching football and 
just the three of us hanging out. Really, it was no. It was nice because if if you know how it goes, dude. If you have too many family members over, there's inevitably the argument that starts. Mm-hmm. You know, and this was just we all just kind of sat around telling stories about when I was a, a hellion back in the day, and um, <laughs> you know, and that was it, and and watching some football, but it was it was cool. But here's the funny part. So about my daughter has borrowed my car right now. So I don't, I'm carless right now. Cause my daughter's, she's having a transmission deal. So her car's in the shop for an extended period of time while we deal with getting her, a you know, $3,000 transmission in her car. So she's driving my car and my kids, my daughter and my son, they all went to their mom's for Thanksgiving and she lives probably an hour, maybe an hour, 10 from me. You know, she lives a, a decent far away. So they they took off, went their way. I went to my mom's. My mom picked me up. My mom dropped me off about, I don't know, like 8 o'clock, 8.30, whatever. She drops me off. She pulls out. She drives away. I go walking up to my door. It's fucking locked. I don't have keys because my daughter has my car. So she has my keys. So, now mind you, this is Ohio. It was a whopping 40 degrees. Oof. I call my kids. I'm like, y'all got to come home. You know, she's like, and, and they're like, okay, okay, we'll, we'll leave right now. I was like, okay. So they were kind of wrapping up, thank God, because otherwise it would have just been yeah. an earful of hell from my ex-wife about, oh, you ruined our fucking day. You know, which thankfully it wasn't that. And I, and I actually did. I'll, I'll give her credit. I gave her credit on CMS. I'll give her credit again today. Considering our relationship, she was not cunty at all about it. She was just, she was literally like, no, no, we were finishing up. Everything's good. You know, no problem. You know, and thank you, Georgetta. I appreciate that <laughs> very much because I really... Yeah. You know, in this situation, I really didn't want to call at all. If it was 60 degrees, I would have just sat there till whatever time they got home. Honestly, I would have. But it was cold. So I, I literally sat on my porch for an hour in the freeze watching the football game on my phone. <laughs> just oh. sitting out there shivering my ass off for an hour just watching the fucking football game. So Yikes. Yeah, it sucked. But, oh. but but other than that, it was a it was a good day. I mean, it was look any day that I don't have to any day that I don't have to work twelve hours is not a bad day. Yeah. And believe it or not, even though I didn't have to work, I still did. I still worked like seven eight uh, hours ahead of time before my mom picked me up at like noon. <laughs> oh wow! They called me in a, a, for like the two days before Thanksgiving. They asked if I would do deliveries, flower deliveries. And sure, I did. I did that for them. And then um, luckily, they didn't call me in on Thanksgiving because to do a whole Thanksgiving traditional meal takes oh, all freaking day. It does, yeah. And the defrosting, like, good thing I had the intuition to really, like, pull this thing out of the fridge the day before because it, my, our refrigerator is wonky and stuff freezes in there. It's like if you go one temperature click 
down like from from four to three on the cold meter or whatever your stuff right. will be cold enough and it'll spoil mm -hmm. you go one more and stuff freezes especially yeah. towards the back Get frozen milk or whatever yeah right? all that yes <laughs> yeah you know, any cans of anything explode in there um but uh this turkey was even though it had been in the fridge for like five days was still hard as a rock <laughs> like the day before i go oh this is gonna be a problem a big problem right i gotta take this thing out now and but like Susie's really like concerned on germs or E. coli or sure know, to make sure that we follow the rules of defrosting and all. Right. Well, things. you're supposed to defrost what two or three days, aren't you? Well, yeah, but they they suggest you do it by transitioning from the freezer to the refrigerator. Oh, okay. Not, I did not know not, that. Yeah, like and not to have it not have it out. Yeah, for, we always just did the sink thing: fill the right. sink with water and stick it in it's there and. You'd have to. I mean, in, a, in, a, in an emergency situation, you would totally have to do that. But yeah. that does, in my opinion, that kind of compromises the bird a little bit when you're soaking it for too long or yeah. you know doing that stuff, I, I think. Uh, but what I did was I did take it out for like a good eight hours and left it on the counter the day before. Right. You know, and you then have put to. It back in the, then put it back in the fridge, and then even then, I left it out mm -hmm. for another three hours, and it was still icy in there. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, finally, got it going, and um, everybody's questioning why I wanted to put it in at noon. It took like four or five hours to cook. That sure. Um, Were you sitting around waiting for that little red thing to pop? <sighs> yeah, and um, actually, I did take it out too soon at one point. And I knew it because. It, you know, visually, it, it it should have that kind of brown cooked look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top. Sure, and I could see it hadn't yet, but I, but I, everybody was starving at that point, and I was under pressure. You know, <laughs> and I, and I, I took it out and I like gave one cut, and like this blood just so started quacking. I'm like, oh nope. no, that's, put that back in. Sorry, guys, false alarm. Um, <laughs> I had to put it back in the oven, but but it was done very very well. This was the free turkey that I got from Winco. Okay, so this meal actually was not that expensive. The turkey was free. Uh, the stuffing wasn't much. Um, you know, I do a little pre prep on the stuffing. Uh, what, what else did I uh, serve? Was this your first potatoes? ever Thanksgiving? I believe I I did cook a turkey last year with the free turkey as well. So I did okay. have a practice Thanksgiving. Now this ended up just being uh, Susie, her son Aiden, and I. It was just the three. Of okay. Us. Um, where normally we would be going to my family's house, but sure. the other the other bummer was uh, poor Aiden came here, but he was sick. He had whatever's going around. I don't know if it's COVID or whatever, right. but so then the, our household turned into sick bay this, this oh. past week too. So I'm I'm finally better. Susan's now as sick as well. I'll be taking care of her, but he came. So here. she's sick and I got a fucked up right. leg. Yes. Oh, that blows. <laughs> it does. It does. But on on the Thanksgiving day, we it was actually a nice day. We had a great meal. It was a, it was a beautiful sunset and you know, we have a great place here and it was nice just the three of us. And uh we we sent him back to Vegas uh today. I, I got up super early to took him to the airport. Uh bid him a farewell. Good young man there. He's in the Army Reserves now. Nice. Good for him. Yeah. He's he's got a good good life ahead of him, man. Has he is he is he already past basic training and all that where he's yep. now in reserve time? Yes. Right. Did he did he have to do any permanent time or no? Uh yeah, there was a what like where you go out for 6 months. Yeah, something training. like that or yeah. yep. like like was he ever like active army or active military before he became a reservist or Oh, no, no, sir. No, 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 no. Okay. No. He's like right out of uh college basically. Okay. Yeah, UNLV. And, uh, is that why he joined the military to get his college money? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I don't blame him. Look, right. yeah, you'd be surprised, even though I am a you know a, a you know chest banging military vet. I don't blame anybody if they join the military to get their money. That's smart. In training, well, in training. I mean, he, yeah, he, he's going to be working on aircraft and stuff. And okay, that, right? is he in? A, is he in the Air Force? Uh, no, no, it's army. A, I, it's the army. Yeah, okay. yeah, but he'd be working on helicopters and. All right, and, good and for stuff. him. So yeah, I mean, just to have, to to have the foresight to have a skill in your life like that, you Shit, know, yeah. it's going to serve him well. Where I struggled not having really sure. a skill. The only skill I had was with my mouth, you know, and I mean, and, you know, bullshitting people. Like I, I, I took telemarketing jobs and stuff sure. that they would hire somebody without even a high school <laughs> diploma, you know, to go do. How, how old is, how old is, um, is he? Aiden? He's 22. Okay. So he's, he's right at the age. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it, it's the the military is the weirdest thing, man. Because and I'm and I I'm telling I always tell it as honestly as I can about the military. The perception is far different from the reality. Yeah. The perception is so we're going to teach you to be a man, and you know everybody everybody watches all their military movies and they think yeah. that that's kind of what it is. Mm-hmm. Please. I, I mean, I was in the military during a war, so, you know, had that experience as well. But 99% of my time was fuck around time. It was it, it was not this, okay, let's go on a march, you know, everybody march in step and, you know. Right. You know, it was not a, it wasn't that at all. It was, it was like a job with a uniform. Where you had to keep your hair cut and you had to keep in shape. But other than that, it was like a job. It was just a jobby job. It was not like they make it look like when you watch all the, all the movies about the military, they make it look like it's, uh, you're always in the woods, you know, you're always digging a trench to shit in, or you're always putting up a tent to live in or whatever. Dude, I was in the military for five years five years you know how many you know how many days i slept in a tent three three in five years two of those three basic training third one was i was working for this general and we were on a field exercise and i had stayed it was a two-week field exercise but we had because he was a general we had an air-conditioned trailer, <laughs> but okay, nice. he didn't. He didn't want me to get. Um, he didn't want everybody to be mad at me sleeping in the trailer. So he made me spend one night in the tent. <laughs> he literally said, "You have to go sleep in the tent tonight." At least one. And night I went. Going to kill me. And that was it. I slept in the tent one night, and total time in the military, five years, three days in a tent three days ever that i put on the the you know the camo makeup three times three days total and that's how we want it for aiden man i don't want him to go to no war i don't want him to do any of that i want him to like stay here and fix helicopters and then have have a good job somewhere you know yeah Um, And, and and why wouldn't you i mean the service itself is selfless enough that's how i've always looked at it i mean in in the job that I had, especially in Korea, when I was in Korea, I was I was for the first year and a half, I was the general's bodyguard. That was what I did. Mm-hmm. Was I, you know, I stood in what they called lanes of opportunity, which was 
If somebody was going to take a shot from the mountains, when he, when we were walking into a building, I stood where the most likely place to catch the bullet would be. That was my job, you know. And I just made sure that I got him in and out. And you know, when did you we have went, to stay like larger than him at all times, like food wise? You had to make sure. You no, dude, up. I was I was ripped at that point. I mean, I'm a big fat tub of shit now, but, but I did see that you mentioned that you have some awesome pictures of you back then. Yeah, the I was. Yeah, I was ripped, man. <laughs> I was, I was 190 pounds, and probably two to three percent body fat. I was, dude. My my days were so wacky. I would go, I would start at five o'clock in the morning because that was right when the gym opened up, and I would go to the gym. I'd work out from five until five fifty-five. The gym was right down from our barracks. Then I would run up the up the hill just in time to get into the into formation for pt then we would do another hour of pt doing jumping jacks and side straddle hop or side straddle hop and fucking running five or six miles whatever it was you know now mind you most of the time when all this is going on i'm coming straight from partying because i used to party every night every single night i was downtown throwing drinks down so 90% of the time I was either still drunk or coming off it, A or B, but I was able to do it. You know, I was 18 right. years old, right. you know, so I would do that. I would, I would do PT. <laughs> A lot of times with the PT, we'd be running like, and, and, and here's why I'm saying the military is not this hard regimen thing. So we'd be running in formation and you run slow because you got to run to the slowest person in your formation. And there's always somebody that's slow as fuck. Right. Well, for the people that wanted to run more or faster, you've seen the videos like with the guys with the flag, that's called a guide on. Okay. And they're, they're out in front of the formation running or walking, right. you know, marching, whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, when we were running, you would take the, the guide on and you could run around the formation if you felt like it was going too slow for you so that you could get some extra work in. You know, I used to do that all the time. I would, and then it was kind of fun. We made a game of it because then you could run around the formation. And then if you went around a second time, you could hand it to somebody. So you would yeah. fuck with whoever you were out with partying or whatever, <laughs> knowing that you'd get them, you know, and, and they'd be like, you motherfucker, you know, but, but then they'd have to run around the formation with it. it was, it was a game. But when I was doing that a lot of the times, because I was, you know, still had a belly full of booze. I would get to the back of the formation running around it and I would just start puking. Yeah, say, for sure. I'd just start throwing it up and puke behind the formation and run back up. And just, you know, it, it was always about the party for me. You know, it was I good at my job? Sure. Did anybody ever get near the, the general? No, not even in his office. I only had one time that I ever to put hands on somebody, but I did. You know, I put my hands on some lieutenant colonel that was the, I guess they had come up together or something. Mm -hmm. And he started yelling at him. You know, he started yelling at him. And I used to sit outside of his office. Like, literally, I had a chair. I had a okay. chair and a little, a little desk that looked like a high school desk <laughs> or a, a junior <laughs> high desk. And I would sit there and do paperwork or whatever. You know, he would give me odd jobs to do bullshit. And I would just sit there, but I would, I could hear what was going on in the, in the general's office. And if people, if I heard, if I heard a voice go up, 
there was not even a knock required. He wanted me in there. That was my job was, you know, cause you don't know. I mean, he's a, he's a general at the time. I believe he was the fourth highest ranking military member, like in all of the, all of the military, not just the army. There was Colin Powell was the highest ranking guy. Mm-hmm. Then there was some guy from the, the Marines, I think. And then, uh, another general in the army and then general Livesey, who was my guy. And, um, but yeah, there was no, everything okay in there? None of that. Because by the time you do all that, he could be dead. Right. You know, you know, I mean, you a lot of times. You heard some yelling going on. In yeah, the I heard room. some, I heard some yelling. And, and, and again, to preface it, these guys are all carrying sidearms and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're carrying 45s. Hey, so shootings you, happen all the time on base between yeah. uh, our own guys. Mm-hmm. So if I, this one time I heard yelling. I went right in and I was like, what's going on? And, and this guy was like, you stay out of this private, you know, I was a E3 or whatever at the time. He's like, you stay out of this private. And then he went right back to yelling and he was putting his finger up at it, up at the general like this. Mm-hmm. And I come walking over and I, I said, you need to step back, sir. And he is like, he's like, get out of my fuck. And I just grabbed him, <laughs> threw him down. I threw him down. And I was like, you need to settle the fuck down, you know, <laughs> sir. You know, and I literally had to do that, that throw that yeah. sir in behind it right. because, because I, I wasn't supposed to. And he started screaming at me. I'm going to have your rank. I'm going to get you kicked out of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and general Livesey's like, shut up. You know, right. he was, he, he was just like, he outranked him there. So. Well, he outranked everybody. So right. he, yeah. and it, what, what was funny was he threw him out the office, dude leaves. Then he yells at me. He yells at me. What are you doing putting your hands on a on a light colonel? You don't do that. You can't put your hands on a lieutenant colonel. Blah, 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 blah. Yells at me. I'm like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Standing at attention, getting my fucking head ripped off. And at the end of it, he goes, but thanks. <laughs> because That's like he, the movies. That sounds like the movies. That was, but it, but it was, it was, he knew and it was a it was a cool relationship that I had. He knew that I would literally die for him, right. and he knew I did not give a fuck. And and honestly, that was good and bad because he put up with a lot of my bullshit, and I do mean a lot of my bullshit because I got in trouble a lot. Right. But he put up with it because he knew that if something really kicked off. Here I was, and I wasn't going to fucking back down for nobody. Right. Here you know, in this, I'll tell you, you know, on Thanksgiving, we, I finally got around to watching uh, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with the, and, you know, what the one thing that seemed kind of unrealistic to me was how through the whole movie, they're basically just n- not following orders. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All not following orders, but then, uh, but glad you, glad you didn't follow those, you know, mm-hmm. kind of which is the same thing you're kind of telling me. So maybe it is a more realistic movie than I thought. Dude, you you know what? It's very much like a job in this one, like a jobby job Mm -hmm. in this way. You know how, when you're, when you're working a jobby job, you can get away with stuff and, and everybody sort of knows you're doing it, but nobody really talks about it. Like if you're cutting a corner here or there to do whatever. Right. Until you get caught. Right. And then when they don't want you around anymore, then they use that and fire you. Yep. 
that's how it kind of was in the military too. That's why I say the military is just like any other job because I did a lot of shit and they knew I was doing, dude, I ran over with a five ton truck, somebody's car <laughs> ran completely over it. Cause I was driving drunk as a motherfucker, just totally drunk. True story, man. I was, I was trashed. I had been partying in the Ville. I came into the barracks at like three 30 in the morning laid down, started to go to sleep. Five minutes later, we got a surprise, what they used to call a fog rain, which was when they would come through the barracks, yell fog rain, that was like code for put on all your gear and shit because we're, we're bugging out. It was like a bug out, like on MASH that you'd see. Okay. Where everybody would just pack all their shit and go, and it was timed, and you had to get there quick. And so we had to drive to this place called Camp Humphreys, which is about, about an hour from where I was stationed. And my vehicle that I drove was a five-ton truck. I mean, the biggest truck that we had. Now, I'm hammered, hammered off my ass. But I'm also the general's guy. So I can't say I can't go because I'm hammered. I'm just like, let's rock. You know, I, I literally jumped in the truck. I'm, I'm driving. I'm hammered off my ass. We get to Camp Humphreys. We have to kind of come in. It almost, this is going to sound really awful, but it reminds me a lot of that curve that you've seen a zillion times in the JFK thing okay. where we, you had to take Daily like a sharp, like a, what a, like a 270 degree turn, not just a left or yeah, left, but it was like a really, really hard left because then it went down this hill and then kind of swung around drunk off my ass i take this turn i was like what the fuck and the captain's with me he's like what the fuck did you just do and and the truck just went and i so i stopped (laughs) we get off the truck i had fucking taken this five-ton truck and run completely over a hyundai Somebody had parked their car on the street uh-huh. and I just so drunk. I just didn't see it. And I just, this truck no was, was in it. Well, I'm lucky. Yeah, I am lucky. No one was in. I'm lucky. Our truck didn't flip over. Right. Cause it is a big fucking truck. It should have dumped to the dumped off to the side. I only hit it with one side, but I bounced off it and just literally, foof, foof. <laughs> I just nice. cr- it was mangled so no damage to to your vehicle not much i mean scratches i had to i had to spend a little time in the motor pool the next week putting some paint back on it that was about it but but this is how how it was in the military i didn't even get in trouble for it in fact i got an award for outstanding service during the during the field exercise weird how how did how is that outstanding service like well that wasn't but the, but the rest of the week or two weeks or whatever we were there i did great work they probably just and, had insurance cover it it's oh just exchange insurance or i'm sure it's just military whatever it's probably somebody's i mean it may have been a military car for all we know but right. you know i don't remember i just know that that it i didn't get in any trouble you know, nobody cares. Has reported or just keep? Oh yeah, going yeah, yeah. Okay. Dude, I couldn't hide anything I did. I was the general's guy. Yeah. You know, there was no. I wasn't. You know, guy number six in the motor pool. Sure. I was the bodyguard for the most important guy in the country. Okay. 
you know, there was no hiding anything that I did. And I got away with shit. And maybe, maybe it was just me. Maybe, maybe everybody else's military service is different, but I got away with shit. Even when I came back to the States, when I wasn't working for the general anymore, I got away with shit all the time. Even when I got, I got arrested, I got a DWI and got arrested in Arizona, you know, and, and that was all bullshit all by itself. I won't get into all that, but it really was bullshit. I blew a .08, in an 08 state, and I agreed to do it five seconds after leaving the bar. If I would have been older, I would have just waited two hours and I would have blown a .3, yeah. you know, I mean, it was really Barely got you. Yeah. They, they, but they got me. And then when they got me, they found fake IDs in my pocket and everything else because I was underage and mm-hmm. I mean, it was a whole mess. But even with that, even with that, they, they made me go to Fort Bliss for two months for rehab because they just said that I had an alcohol problem. Imagine that. But, um, I didn't get in any trouble. I mean, I got yelled at, I got threatened with shit. They were like, you can go to rehab or you can get kicked out of the army. Gee, I wonder which one I'll take. Went to rehab, which was kind of fun, actually. (laughs) You know, it was at Fort Bliss, Texas, and, you know, hung out in Texas for two months. All right. I had to sit in group once a day and and listen to people cry about how they can't stop drinking. (laughs) Fine. Whatever. You know, then I came... Dude, I was so bad. I came back from, from rehab. They made me take that anabuse shit. You know, you, like I had to go to the, the first sergeant's office every day before going to class. That's I was so you don't in, drink something to make yeah, you drink. It, yeah, it'll make you throw up if you drink alcohol. Oh, a clockwork orange. Yeah, but, but what was crazy about the anabuse was I figured out early on that if I drank, I would just throw up and then I was good. Oh, I was like, so I was like, fuck yeah. You know, I, I would, I would, we'd get off work and go out on a Friday. And before we go out on a Friday, I would just go in the bathroom of my buddy's apartment. I would chug as much whiskey or rum or whatever we had as I could just so it would really hit my stomach hard. I would throw it back up and then I was good to go. I was like, all right, cool. I'm out for the night. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I've done some bad shit, Ben, but <laughs> the did military see, was fun. Uh, did you see my backdrop today? Yeah, what is it? It's a birthday party. My birthday's this week, man. What are you turning? 20? 51. Look at you, old timer. Jesus. <laughs> I can't say old timer. I just turned 55. Well, congratulations. You got any plans? Um, oh, you no. can't now. Your girl's your girl's laid up. Yeah, it's going to be pretty mellow. I'm going to be just working on music, man. That's that's a great birthday for me. Hell yeah. And you got your new your new um amp? Got the new amps. I'm like it's already just a cluster bomb in here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, amps set up all over the place. I'm excited. I'm going to start uh micing them up and just tracking this month. I want this month to just be all about music and coming up Hell with yeah. stuff, doing the song for Piercy, uh knocking out our our deal. Um so yeah, very good look at you well happy birthday ben i i suggest everybody visits eric on instagram what's your instagram eric it's at eric ferentinos and i do appreciate you bringing that up because i'm at that stupid hump where i don't even have like a thousand people i'm like 40 people away from a thousand people so give me a follow for my birthday man and a heart that says happy birthday eric yeah let's go get let's get eric to 
I don't even think a thousand's good. Let's let's here's your here's your mission, listeners, viewers. Let's get Eric to eleven hundred by next week. Yeah. That means if you have Instagram and you haven't followed Eric, follow Eric. It's at Eric Ferentinos. And are you out this week or are you not out this week? I, I not yet. I think the uh, the eighth, I think, is our next show. Okay. So that's we'll have another show, you and I. Yeah, I we have one more in yeah. in between there. We got to figure out what we're going to do over the holidays too, because I usually take off for CMS, but I might still do this one. I, I know that um, the uh, the the magician benefit is coming up again. The 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 um, God. Oh my God, I'm forgetting his name. Why am I spacing uh, his name? Chris Angel. Chris Angel, right. Yeah. I, you know, they did ask, or Steven asked me to go do that with him again. Okay. However, I've been playing phone tag with, with Brent Woods on that because they'd have okay. to get me a ticket out there and to right. Vegas to do it. So I'll let you know because that is, I think, on a Monday. Okay. So I'll, I'll know in the next day or two what's going on. Well, let's figure that out. And if we take a week off, we take a week off. Lord, Lord knows I'm okay with taking. The number of shows I'm doing these days, I'm okay with taking a week off. That's for damn sure. So, <laughs> but anyway, let me put that back up. I just had it, but uh, make sure you follow Stephen, Stephen, official StephenPiercy.com. That way you don't miss an opportunity to see Eric right. and to meet Eric. And uh, one last announcement before we get out of here, because I know Eric's going to do this today, even though I asked him two weeks ago. We are going to have merchandise coming very soon for Chris Aiken Presents. That's right. We're going to have a Stoic Steve cup for sure. Everybody likes Stoic Steve. I think they do. I like People make Stoic Steve comments on my stuff all the time. Hey, I could be like, get a new amp. They're all, oh, hey, Stoic Steve can help keep your amp in order. <laughs> people like Stoic Steve. <laughs> and as much as I hate him, we're going to have Sugar Smack gear as well. So, um, And we're going to have a cap cap. Mm-hmm. For sure, we're definitely going to have a cap cap. And, um, you know, we're, we got some merchandise ideas that we're putting together. So be ready for that stuff coming soon. And, um, yeah, I think that's enough. That's enough because yep. I want to keep it at like two hours. So, all right. Next week, I don't know what we're doing. Um, we may or may not have Monty Colvin of the Galactic Cowboys on, not to talk about Galactic Cowboys, but I like to get him on in time to sell some art. He does fantastic paintings. I'd like to get him on to talk a little bit about his art to possibly sell a few of them for Christmas. So okay. we will probably have him on, but if we don't, we don't. I have not even asked him yet, but. <laughs> and uh, check out for the uh, musicians out there, guitar players, Splawn, uh, guitars.com, and uh, yes. check out their amps. And they do make amazing guitars, too, which I'll probably uh, be, get, be getting one of those also. But they're they're your typical, you know, hot-rotted uh, 80s, you know, Charvel-type sure. type guitar that Splawn makes that are awesome. So go to, their, go to Scott's website, uh, SplawnGuitars.com, yeah, and... Uh, Get yourself a splown. Get a splown. All right. Well, I'm going to get a break. It is time for me to go. It is time for Eric to go. So for Chris Aiken Presents, I am Chris Aiken. I'm Eric Ferentinos. And we will see y'all sometime. See ya. (laughs) 